And I'm curious, Bill, uh, the end of that game, if that is uh, a nice, timely reminder about uh, playing all 60 minutes. And we haven't seen many onside kicks converted this year, but uh, Cincinnati converted and um, had kind of a crazy end of that game. Does that serve as a good, timely reminder when you're showing the film of that Miami game? Uh, sure, but I think that's you know, we talk about that every week. It's the National Football League. You can you can look around the league and see those kind of games uh, every week. Play the I mean, however, they could be a team coming from behind or or not. But I think every week you see you know so many games that come down to you know a couple of plays um, or a couple of decisions uh, in critical situations, and that's you know that's definitely the league that that we're in. So. Um, every play is important. Every every little thing is important, and you can't and you can't just can't take anything for granted in the National Football League. Great, thank you, Bill. Uh, next question is Evan Lazar, and I'll ask again. If anyone wants to ask a question, hit five star. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Oh, good. I just wanted to ask you about um, the jet sweeps and the other kind of ghost motions that you guys are using on offense and also just defending those defensively, too, from that perspective. Just what kind of challenge do those types of plays present to your defense, and how have you seen uh, Josh and the offense be able to use those to their advantage over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, well, I think um, I mentioned after the game, you know, Josh and offensive staff do a, an excellent job of game planning every week, and Certainly did a you know great job against Buffalo. Um, you know, there are a lot of different plays that you can run to try to create an advantage offensively against the defense, and we're always looking for ways to do that. Um, Buffalo is an outstanding defense; we all know that. And there's there's nothing easy when you play Buffalo, so you've got to you know make sure that you, you know, execute execute those many things that you do that are a little bit different well and they give you a lot of different looks so uh, we just and there's no real limit to you know what what we will or won't do if it's something that we think will help us then we'll we'll definitely consider it um, you know they're defending those plays are challenging because you they happen quickly uh, there's not really you really have time to make much of an adjustment to it. You have to recognize it and and react to it. And of course, teams you know run a lot of complementary plays that start off as that, but then it you know, ends up being something else or uh, some type of misdirection or uh, play action play off it or or a running play that causes you to adjust to the motion. But it's not the speed sweep; it's something else, and then you can be a little out of position. Um, for the complimentary play. So, you know, it's um, something that's probably in the last five years. Um, so there were a few teams doing it, and, you know, now you, you know, pretty much everybody has has those plays or, or some element of them. Some teams have a significant number of those plays and, you know, have a little series off it so they can do, you know, three or four different things. Uh, with it. I mean, you see a lot more of those now than you see, you know, just reverses, which 
there was a time when you know most teams would run one or two reverses in every game just to keep the defense honest. It's probably you know, less of those and, and more of the jet sweeps. All right, next question. Thank you. Mike Reese. Next question will be Mike Reese, and I'll ask one more one last time. If you want to ask a question on this call, please hit five star. Otherwise, this will be the, the final question. Go ahead, Mike. Thanks, Stacy. Uh, Bill, this morning on the radio, Tom Brady was talking about his experience um, sitting with you on the set of the uh, NFL 100 all-time team, and he was saying it was fun to reminisce a little bit and surreal to sort of be part of that. Um, setting with you and the other people on the set, uh, what was that experience like for you um, when Tom was in there? And I, I guess that one's going to be airing in the coming days or so. Uh, yeah, I would second Tom's comment. It was, um, you know, I think I mentioned it was it was a great experience to be part of that whole process, the selection process, the uh, the revealing uh, shows that. Uh, they put together an opportunity to um, see those players and go back and watch them and, and study them a little bit, um, and then to um, to see how the game was at different points along the way, uh, how it evolved, not just the players, but the, the game itself. So that was that was all interesting and certainly made me a, I think, you know, I learned a lot in terms of a coach and, and getting to know some of those players and looking at their history of how they became great or what made them great or a particular aspect to their life and career that was either inspiring or enlightening. Um, so, yeah, all that was, all that was um, a great experience for me. I really appreciate the opportunity. I was honored to do it. Um, yeah, and spending time with Tom uh, on the set was was awesome. Um, you know, we've been through uh, so many you know, great moments together, um, both on and off the field, and in terms of you know the actual football game itself, but all the preparation that leads up to it and the competition that's involved there with other coaches, players, teams, and so forth. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was great to, to talk about those and, um, you know, think back and, and reflect on, you know, some of the, some of the great moments that we shared together and, and how much hard work and, um, the other part of the experiences that went into those moments, not just the, the result of a play or a game or, or even a season, but, you know, all the things that you think about. I mean, those things don't just happen. There's, uh, you know, miles and miles and miles that are uh, covered before you actually get the final yard or few yards or whatever it is um, that determines games and, and ultimately seasons. So yeah, it was it was tremendous. It was great. I mean, it, it was it was great to be with Tom. Um, it's great to be with others, the other studio guests as well, because they all you know have. I mean, it's a very very special group, and uh, you know they all have something in in their own personal great history to uh, share that we can all 
and I could and I could learn from. Thank you. Two final questions. We'll go. Uh, uh, Bill Perry, followed by Mike Pajagia. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, Bill. Um, I know you were asked about a Landon playing fullback um, after the game the other night, and just um, seeing so much of him out there on Saturday. Kind of interesting to to note just how he sets himself up before the plays. I don't know if it's just because we're used to watching Devlin back there, but it stands out that he, he kind of looks like a linebacker. He's just in a two-point stance there. Um, how much of that is, is just making sure he's as comfortable as possible back there, obviously in a new role, and, and how much has he taken to some of the other sort of technique aspects of, of that position, I guess? Yeah, well, I think the main thing is for – for Landon to be comfortable, a big part of that position is um, the flip side of being a linebacker. It's seeing the defense, recognizing where people are, and then uh, as you approach the line of scrimmage, um, adjusting your course to do your assignment. Um, well, you know, there's a lot of a lot of guys in front of you there, and there's a lot of movement, and you have to be able to recognize and react to what happens after the ball snap. Uh, so, and, you know, Landon's done a good job. I think that, um, you know, he's had to split his time, um, you know, to be with the offense when there are things that he's involved with and to also be with the defense, which is his primary, been his primary focus, um, and also in the kicking game. So, uh, he's you know, a guy that's shown tremendous, um, versatility this year and, and has helped our football team, you know, in all three areas. Um, and, you know, certainly the team has been, a, been able to benefit from his, his versatility, his toughness, his work ethic, um, and his desire to, to contribute to, to help our team perform better. So, um, I think we all recognize that. We all appreciate it. And uh, it's uh, you know, fortunate that we that he's been able to do that for us. Thanks, Bill. And yeah, last, you're question, last question will be Mike Petragra. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, Bill, I noticed, uh, you know, when Julian Edelman went out of the game, uh, the other day in the second half, a couple of your young receivers uh, stepped up. Obviously, Jacoby Myers got a few more opportunities. What is it about uh, the readiness of your receiving core that has impressed you this year to, you know, make substitutions on the fly and Josh's ability to get different receivers uh, mixed into the uh, play calls? Right. Well, that's. You know, I think something that goes all the way back to OTAs and training camp and all through the season, um, you know, players have to learn different positions and they have to learn not just one little thing, but, you know, understand the overall concept and, and big picture so that they can, they really should know what to do on, as a receiver, they really should know what to do from every position on the play. Uh, because when we get into different personnel groups and change formations and um, or a situation that you just described, we came up in the Buffalo game occurs, 
You know, guys have to be ready to do different things, and that's that's true of a lot of you know a lot of positions on the team. Um, you know, when you only carry seven offensive linemen, you know, you you have to cover you know a total of ten spots with seven people. So uh, there's a similar type of um, potentially adjusting there. Um, you know, skill players you can do it with your personnel substitutions and formations and so forth, that's on your terms, but if you incur an injury, then then you get back into the same thing. So, And the same thing on defense and the kicking game. So I think that's one of the things that we've always uh, asked for from our players, and they've always been very willing, and they understand the situation. They prepare hard. A lot of times those things don't come up, and, um, you know, it's, it's – Players have to understand, and it's being professional, and it's being, you know, mentally tough. That you, know, you have to keep doing that every week. You never know when it's going to happen. You can prepare for something for ten weeks, and it never comes up. And then it comes up at a critical time, that eleventh time, and you know whether you're ready and able to take advantage and help the team in that situation this can also um, sometimes be the the, the critical difference in the outcome of a game. Uh, so I, I think they all understand that, and you know, they all work hard at it. I'm not saying it's easy, uh, but you know, they, they know it's important, and I think they all try to do it, and we'll have to continue to do it. But the receivers did a great job um, against Buffalo in all the areas. Um, our depth, filling in for each other, being aggressive blockers, making some big catches, uh, and just having a general good spacing passing game so that somebody was open. Um, it might not have been them, but their spacing and their displacement of the defense helped somebody else get open. So that's that's important for all of us too. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Coach. Well, Thanks, hi. everyone.